there will be no real non-controlled currency in the world. It's an exciting time to be involved in Bitcoin Cash at the moment. During that whole war fighting versus big blocks, like were we the bad guys? Were we the ones that weren't listening? Fundamentally, we believe in markets, transparency, and tokenization. Come on, you gotta come stronger than that, you know, like. Alright, hello and welcome back to the Bitcoin Cash podcast, following Bitcoin Cash on its rise to global reserve currency. This is episode number 93, which has had a last minute title adjustment to free talk Bitcoin. It was going to be called uh, Bitcoin in 2023, featuring Juan S. Galt, who is some kind of laser eye Twitter guy that had told me that he was going to come on and explain Bitcoin to me. <laughs> but uh, he failed to show up on time despite having a 24-hour notice uh, warning, which he did like and retweet. So if he was trolling, then he definitely committed to the bit. And uh, yeah, I also reminded him two hours before the show and also 20 minutes before we sent him the link and then also 20 minutes and gave him a full 20 minutes after the scheduled start time. So uh, I've done everything I can to facilitate his participation. So yeah, either way, he is in the uh, reds for being uh, the downvotes for being, um, either trolling us, which if he has, good one, mate, genius move. It really showed how the BDC community have uh, the stronger arguments. And I don't know, perhaps he saw the slides I sent him and was just like, wait, I'm going to get demolished. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> It's okay. I'll, I'll learn you a, a BTC, Jeremy. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you got you to gotta try and fill in. So instead, we have Virgin Reasons returning to the show, who we, I, we did mean to have on soon anyway, actually. so Yeah, we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of works out, but uh, that's why I will not be as prepared as usual. Uh, with the slides, we've got to skip over some of the uh, laser eye kind of stuff and just uh, see what else we can we can come up with. What the BCH community needs here. Pantera says the general is much better. There we go, crowd favorite. <laughs> it's already already coming up uh, good. But I just I I personally I'm already just loving this because this just encapsulates it all. You know, I love the fact that this show has been consistently just vindicating the the stories and stuff that we tell. Like I say on this show, okay, there was censorship and the narrative changed and blah, 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 blah. And then on the last episode, we get the Baltic honey badger with Giacomo Zucco on stage saying, and everybody on Reddit was a big blocker. And then the narrative changed and it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that in the end. Right. I love it when they just, the, it all it all comes to fruition because I just feel like the the I mean regular listeners already know <laughs> that it it's all legit, but it's, it's yeah, but it's like coming out. Those things, yeah, they just stack up one after another. I love, just, I love how those cases they always have to throw in a little bit of a. But I'm not a bcasher, and everybody <laughs> doesn't know what's going on already. Is like, what's a bcasher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, Callisti was tweeting. Yeah, before about um 
about the cloak of invisibility. That's really what it feels like we've we've got mm-hmm. going on, right? It's it's like uh, being I don't know, like in in some senses we're not being ignored. Like we just are small. Like there's just not much reason for anybody who isn't deep on all this or who doesn't truly care or whatever. If people are busy with their, you know, wives and girlfriends and their, you know, job and they're getting drinks at the bar and they're going on holidays and they're busy with all that. And then they got a bit of crypto grift in there. Why is Bitcoin Cash like getting a look into their 24 hours in a day? So I kind of understand that for the most part, right? But still, when we are making noise, when we are pushing the envelope on people like they they still just have have come to ignore us um what's his name bagmaster flash in the telegram group came up with a, a classic twist you know the classic saying was uh which was from gandhi i think but was then adopted in the early bitcoin pre-split community which was first they ignore you then they laugh at you then they fight you then you win right that's the four stages and that's that's true but in our case it's it's not that it's First they fight you. <laughs> oh, first they laugh at you. Then they fight you. Then you win. Then they ignore you. <laughs> we got to that. They just have no. Uh, they have no comeback. So the last thing they can do is like this one gold guy is just not even show, not even engage in a dialogue because it's, it's going to. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, they, I, don't, still, I don't think he trained because I don't we're playing a different game. Right, we're we're playing the game of utility, and uh, you know nobody has really proven that game yet. So, so uh, we we've still got the game to win, but but we will. Yeah, well, we we've kind of we've won we've won our place in the discussion, though. Is more kind of to the point, like coming in and screaming B caches, and you're going to die, and you're a scam, and you're going to go away. Like it it hasn't worked, and the rest of the world has moved on. Maybe in their little echo chamber, we're ignorable. And maybe even to the rest of the world, we're still like somewhat ignorable, but we're now like standing on our own two feet and whatever we deliver or don't will, 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 you know, has to, we have to, basically uh, the challenge now is not to refute the bullshit and then prove ourselves, prove our ideas and show that what we're doing is right. It's just the latter part, which is already a big win in my mind, at least. I, I, I've, I've never been a much of a fighter, but. But uh, I finally got that feeling of, you know, in the movie when there's the guy in the ring and there's the guy on the other side and he's just like, I'm going to flatten you, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> just like, you really don't want to come at this. Uh, it, well, you kind of get that feeling for the first time, you know, where it's like, you know, the, the, the arguments are just so incredibly weak and silly and preposterous that this, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I don't know. To me, it's like that moment in in the yeah in the boxing movie where it's like the the final big fight or whatever, and the guy, the 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 big bully guy who was you know so overconfident and whatever, he's just like knocked knocked the little guy down and done it again and done it again and done it again, and then there's just a moment where the guy is just like lying on the floor and he just like his eyes open and he just gets up again and the bully's just like, what? What more can I do? Like, that's that's when the fear strikes. It's like, how many times? Like, this is superhuman. How is this guy not not done? Like, uh, I, you know, like I'm 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 out of I'm out of things to throw at him. Like, you got nothing else to throw at this guy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the kind of the part of the movie. I I feel like we're at in, and it it's a very short jump, which we're kind of starting to get to. I think from 
Like it goes from that, it goes from stunned to fear pretty fast. And I think that's that's what we're not even going to see it, right? Because what it'll be will be all the little messages running around in their little telegram groups and behind the scenes at their conferences and their discussions. That's where it'll start to be like, shit, guys, these like I've been hearing a lot about these, you know, Bitcoin caches and then that plants the seed of doubt in each of them. And then, you know, the game theory is in our favor, right? Because each of them talking to each other about Bitcoin Cash is a signal to the other ones. Guy, I need to I need to have my stack <laughs> because if everybody if the rats start jumping off the ship, I can't be the last yeah. one. And then that's yeah. a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Well, that's that's why I always say that there's blood in the water, right? Which is very, very dangerous for uh, for a Ponzi or some kind of uh, you know thing that's supported that's just by yeah, yeah. That 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 blood in the water is so dangerous uh, when you don't have fundamentals behind you when you're not on something solid on solid ground. So yeah, when all the mercenaries, the influencers, and and whatever flavors of mercenaries are just like. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm on the right boat anymore. It's time to uh yeah. I'm make a hasty exit. Check yeah, out yeah. something else. Yeah. All right. Well we got you can see it, right? You don't see anymore anymore. The 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 big names are kinda have kind of uh taken a step back and they don't they don't come out so strong anymore about BTC. They're really they're really stepping back on it. Yeah, I yeah, it's a bit of a collective process, I think, because people who were part of the cult like nick carter is a classic example you know i find it so amazing that he did that post whenever it was a couple months ago sort of saying bitcoin bdc is a cult and here's me breaking it all down in detail and then a couple of people in the comments were like you were one of them you fucking idiot and then and then his and then his like reply slash cope was like yeah so that's why i'm the most qualified to like make this assessment and it's like well in a way yes but in another way, no, because 99% of the world just avoided this in the first place. So the fact that you drank the Kool-Aid doesn't, you know, and you can tell us how it tastes like that, that doesn't, that doesn't show you up as like a great voice of reason, even afterwards, no. if you realize that that was a stupid yeah. move, like yeah, you know, prevention is better than cure. And most people just went for prevention. So I don't know. But yeah, that's, of course, it's now split down the middle because then the cult uh, starts to shrink. And Paul Stortz was saying that as well too recently. He was, who was he talking to? I was listening to him talking to someone, I can't remember who, but basically he asked them if it was Vlad. He was talking to Vlad Kostia, right? And he asked him, oh, you were at Baltic Honey Badger where they did that panel that we uh, played on the last episode. Um, You know, what was the vibe like? Uh, was it growing or what was what was happening? And Vlad said to him, you know, it shrunk a lot from the like previous one and that it felt more like a sort of family reunion type of thing with just like the same people. And then Paul said, yeah, well, that was the same thing that happened to Bitcoin Miami. It went from 30,000 or 35,000 people the previous year with the bull run and the mania and everything down to like 15,000. And they've now for the next year, they're doing it in, uh nashville i believe they're doing it in tennessee instead of in miami which mm. could could not be for that reason but i believe it's because even they kind of know look we got to scale this down a little bit because we can't do it at the size and scale that we have in the past so the 
the numbers are just thinning on the ground and the whole BDC industry seems to be seems to be dying, you know, from what I can tell anyway. All right. Well, let's let's we'll let's check in on the price. Time. And then yeah, yeah, let's check in on the price and then let's talk some BCH. Um yeah. okay, so, so the market has been drifting up actually. Ooh, that's a typo on the slide. USD two hundred and eight dollars and eight cents, not two thousand dollars. Although I would love that um, for Bitcoin Cash. So Bitcoin Cash USD two hundred and eight dollars and eight cents, which is up one BTC buys one hundred twenty seven point nine BCH. So we're up on the ratio there, and one ETH buys seven point six BCH. So we're also up against Ethereum. That's feeling pretty good and. Here's something that I was going to lead off with, um, with the with the laser eyes was at least start us on some common ground and just say that like cash is going extinct. I've got a headline here from Macquarie Bank to begin phasing out cash and checks from Nine oh, News, which is one of the top, you know, one of the main cable networks in in Australia. Like there's you know whatever they are, MSNBC and NBC and. CNN in America in Australia, there's seven news and nine news and the ABC and SBS. So nine news is one of the the big ones in Australia. And this bank, Macquarie Bank, so let me read a, a quote from this article. It says, in a letter written to customers, Macquarie Bank, which is Australia's fifth largest, said that by November 2024, customers will be unable to write or deposit checks, including bank checks, deposit or withdraw cash over the counter at NAB branches or make a super contribution or payment with a check, end quote. So the super contributions, that's Australia's uh, retirement uh, account, like uh, IRA uh, system, pension pension fund, that kind of thing is called uh, superannuation. So like, I, th- I think when I read this yesterday, I read 2023, but I did just copy and paste. So maybe it is just 2024. So, you know, that would make it 14 months until... The whole the whole bank, Australia's fifth largest bank, which is very well known. Like it's you know everybody in the country would know Macquarie Bank is just no cash, all digital. You know. Wow, that's creepy as fuck, right? <laughs> it's just like it's really happening. You know, just just a few years ago, bringing up CBDCs and cashless and being forced into uh, you know surveillance uh, money systems was people would laugh at you if you brought it up, you know, it was like, that's silly. That's just conspiracy stuff. And it's just coming. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, Australia is certainly a bit of a forerunner for this kind of thing. And it's, it's egged on by the fact that the population is unfortunately quite uh, subservient and compliant. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I've been, I've been reflecting on this, right. As I've been, traveling around and it's it's hard to get a good sense for anybody in the world I, unless you are in the 0.001 percent of like digital nomads or something but like even people who travel pretty regularly it's hard to get a good pulse on how far the world has shifted away from cash because it's happening in different places at different rates right so uh at the moment i'm in slovakia and i've just been in austria and both are there, like cash is still like commonly used. And in fact, I even went to a couple of places that were like cash only, but still electronic payments are 
are also just the norm and like the shopkeepers start have like you can tell where they like default to handing you the little electronic payment thing right instead of right, like right. putting out their hand for for some cash uh, you know i'm seeing that start to happen so it's I, you know it's it's it is happening in the uk it would be majority of payments are, are electronic in australia it's virtually all like uh depending on i mean except yeah except in limited kind of cases and so i'm sure the whole world is tre- trending in that direction we don't have very long to have like working alternatives really i really wonder how like a macquarie bank you said macquarie 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 i really wonder how they're going to uh like i assume they're announcing it far enough ahead that they're gonna get a gauge on how people respond to it but you know, I wonder, I wonder what their incentive is. Like, is it coming from above or within? Is it just like a profit motive or is it coming like from a suggestion from the FATF? Or I wonder exactly where all the, the angles are that, that's pushing them to do that and how they're going to respond. You know, if people just start leaving, I wonder how they're going to respond to that or if people don't care. Oh, fuck. I, I, I mean, I think yeah. it's, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it and, and see, yeah. but I, I, I don't think like I can't see a lot of Australians. Uh, they don't care. Not just Australians, but just people in general don't care. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't see people protesting this. So in Australia, you've got to understand as well. So when I said it's the fifth largest bank, I said everyone will know this bank, and that's true. But yeah. also in Australia, yeah. they have what's called the Big Four, which is the Commonwealth Bank, Westpac, National Australia Bank, and what's the last one? Uh, it slipped my mind but um anyway the point is there's these four major banks a and z uh will be the last one big four let me look up here banks australia this is just really gonna annoy me now um <laughs> but anyway the the point is like as, as, and you've got to also understand that the banking sector in australia is huge yeah so i got them all a and z combank uh nab and westpac right so they're like the the big players and then macquarie is like you know, it starts to tail off pretty hard. And then whatever is after that, I, I don't even know, probably like small community banks and stuff. So it wasn't one of the big four, which will presumably be the next thing that one of them will say it. And then if one of them starts to do it, then probably all the others will jump on board and right. be it. Australia will be cashless. So it's, it's not like one hop away. It's still like maybe two or three little hops because Crazy. this is clearly the, you know, the, the trial run, but I could see, I don't necessarily think this needs a strong conspiracy angle. Like I can see the Macquarie mm-hmm. board who are all Australians and whatever, just being like barely anybody uses cash these days. This is a pain in the ass for us. You know, the other banks have started putting on cash withdrawal limits. The ATMs aren't really used that much according to our stats. Why don't we just shut all this shit off and like the, you know, elderly people that still are hanging on to their cash they can use one of the other banks for the time being they're an outdated demographic anyway what do we care and that just being the thought process probably so yeah i'm surprised that it's not in phases like if i think about yeah maybe the percentage of people that use checks like i've never used a check in my life right so the percentage of people that use checks is maybe less than a percent but i don't know anyone who 
has never used cash in their life. Like the discrepancy between those two things seems to be massive. So it makes sense to me that they're like, we're getting rid of checks, but also cash seems insane. There's a much bigger question of like, wait, is there a cost benefit here? Are we, are we really going to benefit that much from the cost savings or, or is there something else to it? Like maybe there is no conspiracy, but it really makes you think what the pressures are. The, the cost Is savings just, would would be fairly substantial. Like if you think about yeah, yeah. all the all the staff they don't have to train, all the ATMs they don't have to operate. Like you know, then you're just providing an app, and uh, I mean, once you d- don't have much cash, you can even just start to wind down a lot of your physical branches and just have a central one or have a online yeah, yeah, yeah. hub. I don't know, make that some AI chatbot or whatever, and. You know, I can see it. Uh, fix the tracking. Even if you have never written a check, how many checks have you deposited? Says I'm. I'm guessing zero <laughs> on jets. There, there may be a cultural gap here, like a, a or a practice gap in the United States. Checks are still common, so people still use them commonly. Yeah, my girlfriend still gets paid with a check. I think I've only ever deposited two checks in my life. Uh, everything else is direct deposit. Or like maybe yeah, yeah, maybe like two or yeah, three yeah. in my life, like years ago, like yeah, this would have been know. a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Now they're still pretty common in the U.S., so maybe just a regional thing. Or, but I think it is like yeah. regional in the U.S. Like this is one of those things that America is just way. Out. It's like the met the imperial system. Like <laughs> this is just yeah. America is like yeah, you gotta have checks. Like. Nowhere else in the world is fucking doing <laughs> What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I was talking to, to somebody and they're like, yeah, I'll send you a check. And I was like, no, you won't. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Clock's, clock's ticking. We've been warning about that. And, and in hindsight, or at some point, we'll be able to make a sort of Bitcoin Cash compilation clip, like a little... 15 minute video or something and call it the death of cash and just clip out with the dates of each episode as we've covered each of these headlines going along and maybe yeah. try to go viral. The, the, t- the tough thing is that a lot of people appreciate it, right? They, they, they cheer it on because from their perspective, all they see is like efficiency and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be more efficient. That's absolutely true. You know, I don't have to deal with cash. I don't have to deal with coins and, uh, some people say, you know, the we're going to save a lot of money not to print all the money and and mint all the coins and blah, 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 all that stuff. It's like, yeah, it's not wrong. There's, miss, more, there's a missing piece of that picture, though. <laughs> more efficient tyranny. That's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's the scary part of it. Even if it doesn't start that way, even if it starts with the best of intentions, which I don't think it does. But even if it did, that's just it's just an inevitable slide towards uh erosions of privacy and and uh and 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 it, we are we've already seen it right in in china with the social credit it starts to get mixed in with with some form of social credit that's not unique to china right they're just kind of the forerunner of it like you said for australia with cashless but uh yeah it starts to get connected right well now we have digital money so well, hey, we want people to behave in a certain way. We should incentivize it. Well, instead of incentivizing it, we can just fucking tell people what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean, like it's a it's a pretty direct 
set of steps down to hell from there. So yeah, I mean, it's scary. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's all, it all, it's, it's weird because I do bounce between being actually quite optimistic about the whole cryptocurrency revolution and seeing, seeing the spark alive in places. And on, on the other hand, just feeling like we're just picking up, you know, pennies in front of a steamroller sometimes. Yeah. Depending on sort of what's the what's the news of the day and it's it's very hard to get an accurate sense of are we are we winning? Are we gonna win? It's ironic because we just started out talking like BDC, like they're they're done. We could see that coming step by I step, mean, just chicken yeah. weighted, just undermined all that and we're just waiting for the building to collapse. Like that's fine. Yeah. But the in terms of the the bigger picture, the bigger war, uh, you know, the you know this the sequel <laughs> the sequel movie just bch versus cbdc's like that's that that still hangs in the balance it feels like yeah well we're gonna find out if the uh the incentives really work or not right if the uh because it's a uh, in its way the bitcoin cash or monero whatever it is that that people jump onto is uh is a prediction market in itself, right? Where whatever yeah. people say publicly, if they actually think, wait a minute, this this actually does uh, disrupt national fiat as a as a concept, you know, it'll be a, a real competitor. Whatever they say publicly, if they actually think that, they may they may get involved with it in in one way or another. So yeah, we'll find out if the incentives work or not. Yeah, and I'm. Mean, it's very strange. Thing. I'm sure listeners to this show will be fairly aware of this uh, idea, but I'm just going to throw it out there to think on is that it's the, the Bitcoin Cash blockchain is a, is a bank run on all the other money in the world. That's, yeah. that's what's actually happening here because whatever scams are going on on exchanges, whatever other cryptos people are trading, whatever value is locked up in gold besides its industrial value, but it's actual monetary value or the cash and all the cbdc's and all of that at the end of the day the whole point of the blockchain is that the blockchain keeps keeps track like the federal reserve can lose a few trillion whoops <laughs> don't know where that went maybe the numbers somewhere just don't add up and maybe nobody in the world either can independently say who owns all the utxos oh, hopefully not uh, but almost certainly not but at the end of the day the network, the network knows who has every single UTXO, and there's no, there's no accounting error. It all adds up. Oh. Just twenty-one million or nineteen or so million. Speaking of that, actually, this is a good time to check in on it. It's been a while. Like the coins are always just flowing out into circulation. Obviously, we've got the halving coming up next year. But if you have a look, where it, uh, let me see, nineteen point five uh, million. So nineteen million five hundred thirteen thousand. 306 bch so we're now at 92.92 percent of the total supply so we're closing in on you know under uh under seven percent of the supply left which i think is also one of the things that people don't really realize if demand started booming for bch like the price would just skyrocket it's not one of these other coins with 30 percent or 80 percent of the supply in vc vaults that they'll just unlock and dump you know to the public like 93% of the supply is already circulating and the other 7% is only like dripping out at a 
very slow rate. So day by day, it just it just gets there. Like that's the kind of thing you don't, you know, five or six years ago, it was only 14 million coins. Now it's, now it's 19, like the 21 million comes at you kind of fast. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, when okay. You, when you think about that's it. <laughs> All right. So I guess to uh, to have a bit of a, a positive spin on this jet we've got a slide here called uh bitcoin in 2023 btc versus bch and it's got a photo uh like i said of in vienna i was on the street a couple days ago and i walked past an atm and somebody has put a bitcoin orange bitcoin uh, <laughs> sticker on on the atm which ironically then says bitcoin cash <laughs> but they've got the wrong color and then they also put a sticker over the sort of mastercard logo which says when lightning with a with a question mark. So, I mean, I I I saw this and obviously it caught my caught my eye. You know, my subconscious <laughs> clearly was like, look, <laughs> Bitcoin and a little uh, chuckle. Yeah, it just and it just made me laugh because on one hand I sort of felt like, you know, this is a this is a W for BTC to be honest. Like somebody is out there putting the logo on things, getting attention, building up you know, uh, subconscious recognition in the minds of the public, everybody using this, this ATM. So, you know, good on them. Like that's, it's a BDC win in that sense. Uh, you know, they're doing better than us. There was no green BCH logo. So, so that's a marketing win. But on the other hand, I was also kind of like this whole when lightning thing, it's supposed to be like, you guys should add it, but it's, it's kind of the other way around, which is that they're never going to add it. They don't, they don't need to. Right. So when lightning <laughs> that's what we've been saying 18 months away when lightning for the last seven seven or eight years and this is what it I'm saying. really seems like the 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 meme has kind of been abandoned now right like the the lightning they've kind of left it behind and the the custodial solutions have just slid right into the slot right like it's just been already adopted by the whole btc most of the BTC people who are talking about it in public, they're just like, well, you know, custodial makes sense for... And you're like, no, it makes no sense whatsoever. Stop. But yeah, because once you've slotted that in, what's the difference? I mean, it's just it's just back into the national fiat system, right right back into the fold. So it's it's been insane how quickly that got picked up by the BTC ecosystem. But they've just, they've also, yeah, they've on one hand, I mean, at the end of the day, things need to work. That's really like yeah. all the cope and all the lies and all the Twitter narratives and even all the price pumps. Like at the end of the day, if you just can't make a transaction between two people that are there ready to go, even all the Jack Mallers fraud videos that he did at that shop that he hired to, you know, make a fake video that he could make a payment. Like at the end of the day, people just need to be able to make a payment. I was talking to a guy the other day he might be listening to the show shout out uh if, if you're listening you know who you are and we were going to do a, a deal right there I, I made a joke like can you pay me in bitcoin and he had wallet of satoshi on his phone and i was like fuck you know if this was a bch wallet the deal would be done right now but it's wallet of satoshi i'm not downloading that i'm not accepting that as payment because i'm never going to get the five you know the five bucks out of it it's going to all be swallowed in fees and it's custodial and I don't have time to explain this all to you right now. And like, we're just wrecked. Like this is it. This is it. You're actually there. You've got the idea. You're a crypto adopter. Like 
you're on board, but just somewhere along the line got a bit lost with with all yeah. of it. And uh, anyway, uh, hopefully is is listening and I sent him a link to the show and uh, all that. It's so. still a win though, right? Because when people yeah. talk about it, they still say the right things. They're still saying non-custodial. They're still saying permissionless money, censorship resistant. They're saying all the right things. It's just they haven't keyed into the fact that BTC does none of those things anymore. But and, and that's why it's one of the things that's it's a win for us, you know, for all the pain yeah. and all the slander and stuff that BCH has had to put up with. I put a lot of stock in the fact that the the message was never clear to begin with, right? Like ninety nine percent of people don't know, you know, this from that in regards to anything, let alone. Uh, you know, Bitcoin and the intricacies of it. So if they've been hearing over and over, Bitcoin, 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 a self-sovereign money, non-custodial, fight the banks, da, da, da. that's the yeah, impression yeah, they've yeah. been getting. If it somehow or another swaps over from green to exactly. green to orange, like that's that's only a small little jump. And then, okay, well, didn't really understand that, but I didn't really understand what was going on anyway, right? The, right. the bulk of the message is, is there. And that's why it's critical that we do have that that branding and we've been defined about if you're dash it's so you don't have that it's like it's like bitcoin and then blah 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 a lot of excuses bitcoin cash you just say okay so you know bitcoin yeah 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 all right this is the cash version but and then you're rolling they've already got that stuff preloaded in their mind all right yeah let's, I, don't, let's uh, I don't know if we can you want, yeah. you want to go into the stuff that that's going on in bch i, don't know. I mean yeah Are yeah you, let's just let's just skip over all this other Bitty stuff that we we're going to talk about. Tell us, tell us what. Oh, right. Sorry, you have the the thing. We got the slides here, but don't worry about any of that. Like that was all. We'll save that for another day uh, when Juan Galt makes his ignominious return. <laughs> when he makes a comeback. Right. If ever, yeah, man. I if mean, you can convince me to come on the show. We were talking before about uh, uh, you know, the game that BCH is playing is the utility game, right? And 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 actually making something useful that the world is going to use profit from uh find useful make their lives better and uh i'm not one to to advertise uh myself for my own things very much but i honestly i am super proud of, of bch bull and the stuff that we've built and the community support for it and everything because uh, i was just looking at the tweet that we posted before about a uh, eleven thousand five hundred smart contracts and if you look at the volume that goes on in exchanges, nobody believes it, right? A lot of the stuff going on is is wash trading, or it's fake, or it's bots that aren't actually making trades and so forth. But um, that's this is like twelve thousand real contracts of just real people making real contracts. There's no bullshit on here, right? It, I mean, maybe later when uh, who, who who knows what, right? But when when more mercenaries and more stuff starts coming flooding into bch maybe people are going to do stuff like making contracts with themselves or something like that but that's not what it is today there's there's none of that going on so there's like over ten thousand contracts that's that's real real utility people are really making use of it and uh we're working on um uh some use cases where we can try to tell some human stories about you know, hey, yeah, it's good for speculation. You can speculate with it and you can also save with it. And and it's actually useful for saving for, like, for example, we have a Max uh, in Nigeria 
and he's got an inflation problem, like a serious inflation problem. The Nigerian Naira uh, has been inflating like crazy recently. And so he's like, yeah, but I got to buy my feed and all this stuff. And all the business people price things in dollars because they don't trust their own local currency. So they price theirs in dollars, but it's like a black market, right? You can't do stuff directly in dollars. So he's able to take his investment money from Flipstarter and whatever investments uh, in BCH, and he just puts them in the U.S. dollar contracts, and he's done. Like he doesn't have to do anything else. He can just do it on his phone, and he's done with it. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm actually really proud of it, and and I think that kind of utility, when more apps start to appear, is just going to uh, just keep ramping up and and build that actual utility floor that that lets us win the game that we're actually trying to play. So. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with what BCH Bull has been doing. Yeah, and this is what I've been talking about uh, recently. Yeah, great work on all that. Uh, one of the things I think of when you say that 11,000 contracts is that the daily Bitcoin Cash transactions at the moment is between about uh, you know, 11, 12,000 to you know, 30, 50, 80,000 if uh, emergent coding testing is running. But the, the floor seems to be about that right so that's to say that perhaps uh bch bull has been responsible for one whole entire network traffic day worth of activity so far and obviously that was spread out and maybe it's building up over over time but that's really not not small potatoes once once we're talking about it one app is starting to put in the volume that the whole network is doing you know for a single day because something like network daily activity a lot of random shit is going on that that's what decentralized is all about anything that's spread about or like trending tweets or anything like that it's just we're only looking at the tiniest sliver from our individual perspective each person as to what's going on and all kinds of random stuff is going on you know people transferring to exchanges and two guys in a you know, some country are making some deal that they've been doing quietly for three years that nobody else in the world knows about. And like all this stuff is just, it's just going on yet again. No one person has any oversight of it, but the blockchain just keeps perfect track. And so, you know, yeah, once you have one app doing that, and I'm sure it's ramping up over time, right? And then we'll see a second one and a third one. And that network effect is really going to get going. That's why I've been hyping up maximalism so much recently when we did the listener survey it was looking like the maximalism's on the rise in the bch community and i think that's natural and we're going to see more and more of that because with cohesion and as it starts to work the network effect is magnified most by maximalists so people will start to see that working and be like do more of that right yeah yeah man um you yeah, the, the maximalism, yeah, you just, as long as you leave off the toxic part, right, that, that it was added later, like in recent, I don't know, five years or whatever, the, the whole toxic maximalism is really stupid, right? It's basically a cult type of mentality. It's, it's, it's really ridiculous. But yeah, the maximalism idea as uh, if you're actually going to get something done, you've got to pick a horse at some point. If you pick all the horses, you've picked none of them. So you pick one or two and and you make them win. Uh, that's yeah, that's how I see maximalism. So I've always seen Bitcoin that way. That's why we started general protocols and everything was like, okay, well, we got to actually win this 
fiat disruption thing. So let's let's do it. Let's make it happen. And you've got to actually build somewhere. You can't just you can't just wave your hands and all of a sudden you've you've done the same thing on a thousand eight hundred different chains. Yeah, it's well. That's it's, why I've been arguing with uh, Joel Valenzuela on Twitter about this a bit because he was saying like. Oh, I can't really use BCH. It's not really useful for anything. And then I got him to give me a list of his uh, services that he uses. And turns out that actually, you know, eighty percent of them already accept BCH. The one that was used with Dash is already dead. And then the basically the ones that don't accept it are sort of laser eye companies that have a bunch right. of coins. There's no way that they don't have BCH on on principle. And then so I was wondering what he would say about that. And he's basically said, yeah, well, these ones are like critical. So if it doesn't have those ones, you know, it's kind of still not like matching the bar. And are we going to, you know, convince those laser eyes to put a BCH? No. And are we going to spend a bunch of time in our own internal community resources to replicate that to make Joel happy? No, of course not. Like those things just aren't that useful. Maybe in laser eye world they are, but we're just, better off investing our time and energy into you know the next greatest DeFi apps or better community outreach and educational resources or cash tokens or like we've got so much exactly. other stuff exactly. going on that we're not we can't be playing catch up on these sort of trivial like gift card purchases just to win sort of a tautological point with like the almost no one in the world that actually tries to live off this kind of gift card workarounds which is what Joel is doing right so I I made that uh, point to him but then he was kind of saying oh well you know maximalists they're all just the same and blah 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 and I was kind of like look it's it's pretty you know advantaged it's pretty privileged is is what I said and I even said I, I hate using that word because it's got all these weird political contexts these days but you know he can sit there and say oh maximalists are so bad blah 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 but he can only have his nice every coin's got its place and i use whatever works and blah 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 you know if if there was no him all the crypto networks would be completely undisrupted but if there was no maximalists he wouldn't have any coins to transact with because it's the bitcoin maxis running bitcoin it's the bch maxis running bch it's the eth maxis running eth they're the ones in the trenches you know uh running the community podcasts and running the node software and upgrading the wallets and adding the tech and like shilling it to businesses and stuff like just a toe in the water from five different angles for him is it's fine that he can have his nice little thing that the analogy i said was it's like a fashion influencer looking down on the raw materials miner you know you can just you can just see that like you know the pretentious girl who lives her like high-flying jet-setting life you know because of all these textiles or whatever and then just looks down on the guy who's like coming out of the mine like dirty you know because he's been down there right. digging away to to produce the materials for him. I mean, and that's that's kind of how it yeah feels. i mean it, it, it's also a fair point of uh you know just from a consumer perspective where somebody just says look i am a consumer i'm not making this shit and so if you come at it from that perspective it's like okay yeah yeah you you choose the best products right and that's that's also where yeah, I mean, I hesitate to say maximalism, but yeah, if you remove the toxic part, we've always been maximalists, right? Because because we choose a horse and we try to make it win. But um, yeah, if you if you look at how things are going to turn out, I posted recently, like I've posted many times in the past about like the 
Pareto or power distributions, right? So as uh, as crypto actually starts to get used, because you have to assume success here. So as it starts to get used, there's going to be one or two networks that carry the absolute uh, majority of, of, of volume of whatever is going on. And so if you accept that as a likely truth, then all those things that he's using, whatever they are, they're going to have BCH by necessity, right? And exactly. unless they just blow their own business out of the water. So they'll, 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 they'll come along once, uh, once everything succeeds. And we're the only ones, well, a few, but we're one of the very few that are actually playing the utility game and trying to, 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 to actually walk into the future and not just say, oh, well, it didn't work anymore anyway, I'm leaving. <laughs> Everybody just walks off the stage, right? Well, everybody just, it's its the same as like grifting uh, for influence. It's like yeah. once that horse has run dry, they just move on to the next thing, which is yeah, either hype exactly. or has been around long enough and is still working. Or it's AI. They've moved on to AI. Huh. Uh, so <laughs> a lot of the mercenaries have moved on to AI. I think that's a big part of why things got quiet because the mercenaries and grifters and uh, they've just kind of moved, moved quietly on to promoting AI stuff. I mean, th there's a lot of real stuff in AI, but it's still in the dot-com phase where there's a lot of bullshit. Well, the, <laughs> the real stuff being made in AI will be the ones being made by the people that were doing it five or six years ago and not the ones right. that came in the last right. year or right. two and are now posting threads, yeah. top 10 AI. I was going to tell you another number. I looked it up. I, you might... Everybody might have seen me like digging around on my computer, but I I, I looked up some numbers. Uh, there's the the contracts that we're doing on BCH Bull, right? And I was saying eleven thousand something contracts. Uh, the whole volume has been one hundred and seventy five thousand BCH, which in terms Boy, today yeah. is like thirty five million uh, USD. So a lot of contracts and a lot of value in these. But not only that. Um, if you look at, uh, so I have a graph here that I can't share with you because it has private stuff on it, but I'll give you a, a point on here. For example, this is a pretty representative point. Um, so 320,000 BCH days uh, in, in a recent point in time were in uh, any hedge contracts. That means at that point, for the next, uh, if you measured it in a day, You'd say for the next day, there's 320,000 BCH, you know, tied up in contracts. But but what it really means is, you know, if you if you stretch it out over 30, 60, 90 days, there's 320,000 BCH that is in contracts. <laughs> it can't possibly go somewhere else. It can't possibly go to an exchange. It can't be on some custodial service. It's literally tied up in in smart contracts. 320,000. BCH days is a huge number, and and it, you know, as you said, we're we're growing, but yeah, man, as 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 this grows and as other apps come in and it actually starts to get useful, and you pointed out the uh, limit, I'm I'm really reluctant to point out the limit because scarcity doesn't make something valuable, but something that's useful, that is scarce, is very valuable, and that's what we're aiming to build, right? Is an actually very useful uh, money system that also happens to be scarce with a predictable uh supply curve so yeah bruno was asking in the telegram recently he had just found out about uh wall street bets and about the gme whole phenomenon <laughs> reddit uh nearly 
I can't remember what was the end result where they did or they nearly sort of bankrupted a massive hedge fund by finding one where they had naked shorts on this there was yeah. one particular stock and then they all just mass bought up this uh stock and if you have enough people doing that then eventually the company has to buy back the stock but if the if the retail never sell which usually they do because the retail is not coordinated like people make a bit of money and then they and then they sell which is why the hedge fund has the advantage but in this case they had you know created this huge reddit hype and meme about it that was all the origin of the whole diamond hands things and it just pumped right. the price up like massively and the you know with the hedge funds bleeding money the whole way and then eventually they had to intervene and like all this other shit uh happened about so he heard about that which if anybody is interested they can look up episode number two of this podcast we covered <laughs> that so the podcast is is now you know in real time contemporary to financial history so you can go back and hear me explain it all um at that time but uh he'd found out about that and he said look can we do is this possible to do this with with bch and the answer is actually yes it is possible to do with bch yeah. we just have to create the same conditions which is millions of rabid uh whoever on reddit that are prepared to throw in 10 to a thousand dollars each and if you can get that going and then all you do is you have a thread. Here's how to hold your coins non-custodially. It doesn't matter where they yeah. get it. Binance, FTX, or well, not FTX, but Binance, uh, Coinbase, Kraken, their local mate, whoever it is. If just this becomes this mania to get coins and people are at least a good percentage of them are successfully withdrawing it onto a proper non-custodial wallet like Celine, then yeah, it will it will start to rocket the price and it will start to collapse the institutions that are shorting it, whether the the exchanges or the, the USDT tether printers or whoever, it, it will. It will break the camel's back at a certain Or even point. if they're not shorting it, just just reserving it, right? Like, <laughs> you can be almost sure they are. Just fractional reserve is just so impossible to to resist because if you don't do it your 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 competitors doing it and they're they're just knocking you out by by doing fractional so but it, like but it will blow up that exchange it. right like if 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 you had if i well they'll just freeze with travels right like they always do just, yeah but, but, the, but sooner or later that will be a disaster yeah. yeah because sooner or later they're like we've frozen withdrawals for 24 hours and then they're selling off like some of their Litecoin or whatever, you know, to get VCH so that they can meet those demands. So that's right, that's why right, it could right. be self-perpetuating because once it's rolling, they have to sell off some of their other fake assets or some of their real assets. And, uh, you know, they have to move the fake assets onto some other coin, yeah. basically. I don't, I don't expect something like that to happen just because that's, that's exactly the fiat problem in microcosm, right? It's exactly the same thing. Like if everybody de demanded their their dollars in in cash or their euros in cash, the exact same thing would happen, right? Those those institutions would collapse. And not only that, but I, when talking about it with people, I've had I've had multiple people who defend it, right? They're like, oh well, that's like practically criminal. You shouldn't do that. And you're like, what? I shouldn't take <laughs> my money out of the bank? Like, yeah, because that causes a problem for them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Did you just say it causes a problem for them? What are you talking about? Who are they to defend? They have stolen your money, bro. 
yeah but uh yeah so i don't expect anything like that you know there may be some level of fractional some level of naked shorting but who knows what's getting naked shorting and what's getting fractionalized but it's all the same right um since since the first time i saw an exchange i was like this is just a bank it just happens to be dealing with crypto and that's just become more and more true right they're just completely banks now so you expect them to act like a bank they're just part of the gang now but where i was going with this right is that all we need is one the bitcoin cash community just needs one viral app or even a meme would do it but right right and that would be like a legit like people just bring the money to it to use it yeah absolutely yeah and and like that could be bch bull you know i don't know whether it's going to be selene or cash rain bch bull bch guru some cash tokens thing i don't know what what is going to hit but i know I, what i know is if you keep you know flicking the lighter soon <laughs> fire, right? good one and so yeah. that's that's all we got to do we just keep got to keep throwing darts at the dartboard and eventually yeah. if we can get on these create will create that hype i think so i think i think i've heard you talking i don't know but uh, what, what, so i've talked about like the, the bitcoin cash vc idea of course not venture capital as it is because that whole setup is doesn't fit with with a decentralized system but um just the idea of some kind of uh you know incubator type setup because well what i've seen uh, whale tank well tank yeah that's what you were talking about yeah yeah that's right because i've seen so many cases of people who are talented and at you know one thing or another not just software right like lots of things are really talented at one thing um or, or they have some money to invest, or they already have a business, or there's all kinds of, of, of resources that are out there, but they're all just kind of dispersed and don't ever seem to to come together. I guess it's just very hard because there's no there's no model to follow. There's a lot of new business models to be invented, so it's a little bit difficult to to do things on chain. You got to really come up with something new in a lot of cases, but. There's got to be so many, right? There's so many good ideas out there and so many ideas that are just not even implemented yet. Yeah, so... No, I know exactly how I do it. What, what could we do to accelerate that? Yeah, like shark well, tank, yeah. Whale which, tank. Yeah, I mean, this all just... So this all just comes from... I'm I'm a huge fan of, of Shark Tank. So for anybody who hasn't seen Shark Tank, which was... I don't know what it is now. And I mean, TV is a dying medium anyway. But for a while, it was like one of the most popular shows in america and there's been spin-offs there's a canadian one called dragon's den and i think they did one in australia and uh, maybe a british one and different things right but the the og one that you want to watch is you want to go back and watch shark tank season like one two and three something like that and they basically have these four or five like rich investors there's like one or two women and like they're mostly men that made money in like tech stocks but they they have a couple of different sort of industries and uh, it's it's like a a reality it's like a reality show about VC investing. So the people come in and it's like, hi, um, you know, Simon, and I'm gonna pitch you my uh, new sports sneaker. And then the the sharks are all sitting there, and then they give them a pitch and say, like, you know, these are my stats and these are my numbers, and this is there's always some kind of personal story, like. My dad was a sick NBA player, but busted his leg. And then 
he had me and then so i grew up watching the nba and but i also loved shoes you know because i found one on the street and blah 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 like michael jordan wore this and then da 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 and they build it all up and they sell this big like sob story usually and then they have some maths and numbers to back up look we've already got 100 sales from our local friends and family and then the sharks ask them some questions which is usually like trying to filter out you know the bullshit is from the real people like do you have any business experience like who have you got involved in this so far how did you get your first 100 sales what's the plan to get this to 10 million sales etc and then if the idea really sucks then all the sharks will just say i'm out and the person's just wrecked and leave and also in the terms and conditions in the show to get on the show you actually have to give a slice of your company anyway there's like a buy-in price so if if you don't get a deal you pretty fucking wrecked like that's how they incentivize people because otherwise they would just clout farm right they just go on get a lot of clout on the show and then then leave so they do already have them over a barrel there but anyway they do that or if the sharks like it if one of the sharks likes it then they kind of kind of got to negotiate with that shark and then if multiple of the sharks like it like all the sharks can't can't get the deal so they'll be competing you know one of them will say i'll give you these terms and another one will give you this much money and then sometimes they do it together so then the sharks like fight amongst each other which is usually pretty funny if it's like no 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 i'll come in we'll cut out this other one she shit we don't need her like but i need you because you're the tech guy and then you know so anyway this is a great show go go and watch um first three seasons even though it is reality tv you can learn a lot about business but i love that i love that show it's really great and it was really popular and i can see exactly how we could do that for bch so we've already got the podcast so that's your platform get a couple of people who've got bch get them on here you've got like i say there's constantly people in the telegram oh i'm just trying to pitch my like whatever like my thing it just needs five bch and i'm in whatever country and we'll just make all this shit happen and blah 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 and i think a lot of that is just pretty low value like people just say that and then when you say no they immediately give up which just proves that they're they didn't really have what it takes but it seems like there would be enough traction there to have you got to have at least enough money but if we had 50 bch maybe of uh capital that was sort of willing to buy into this concept we just i mean i could do it myself I'll, I'll be the shark if i need to but you get uh people in here that give them a pitch you may make it fun for twitch chat you have people can vote like should we or shouldn't we give them the money um you know maybe you start small like if it's just some small idea you just fund the people and if the money gets lost well that was just you know that was just part of it like we got the entertainment value out of the stream and the community hype like that's that's the main thing but you would have some kind of accountability and tracking methodology to see are our investments paying off maybe the community would buy into it like if they were like wait this is pretty cool they would start throwing in money to fund whatever ideas got voted on by the community maybe with cash tokens like there's so much you could you could do about and it would also just be like every other crypto coin this is the kind of stuff that we need to move from wait bch was right but we can just kind of ignore them and hope hope that that's nothing but if we start coming out with something like that and it's like wait a second people are getting funded in this currency like organically from the grassroots for like maybe not massive amounts of money but non-trivial amounts of money and it's a hype stream that is actually fun as fuck to watch and like 
what what is going on here like they've already got the infrastructure they've got the non-custodial wallets they've got bch bull they've got a bit of nft tooling like that's the point where people are kind of like we can't we can't keep ignoring this yeah i uh yeah i was trying to think how i would judge in one of those things probably i would be the the asshole who is like too too strict on on the stuff that's important to me but yeah what what are my favorite we could make it a competition hang on a second we could just to lean on that a little bit we could make it a competition as well too maybe we have a prize for the 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 whales we could make that more interesting too like there's a the community votes afterwards which whale had like the best bands or which whale had the best investment so we could see which ones paid off the most and then maybe the whale right. gets reimbursed as well too if they you know they get uh, a discount on their investments from some community crowdfunded thing if their uh if their investments were the, were the best ones they get reinvited back on the show otherwise you're shit well you're out see you later like <laughs> no we 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 uh yeah, we also need some kind of on-chain type investment set up. Uh, but I mean, for now, I guess traditional investments or, uh, I don't know, I have to figure that out too. Yeah. All doable. I just need the... I would love to I see what people come up with. Yeah. You know, because well, from DP, we're all very, uh, like everything has to be non-custodial just because that's kind of, uh, we don't we don't want to get tangled up in the legacy finance world, but there's probably a huge number of things that you could do if you're willing to to put in the pain and the sweat and the tears to to bridge uh something between legacy and 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 bch i don't know well you got 10 bch right i've got 10 jet you got 10 you got we'll, we'll find two more people and we'll do it in like a month or something the, just the well. minnow tank yeah, the minnow tank. <laughs> Wait, I still think we got to call it whale tank, killer whale tank. Maybe that'll be the. <laughs> that'll be it. Like, yeah, it's it's very it's very feasible. It's just on the long list of things to do. I haven't haven't got around to making it a top priority. But yeah, maybe the community is getting to the point that this is this is the kind of project we should be putting out time and effort well, it's something it's something similar with uh flipstarter so of course flipstarter is more at least as it is today and as it has been is is more about like infrastructure and things uh the commons basically is what it makes sense for like people are willing to invest in the commons and not get something directly back but people are much less willing to invest in a company and not get nothing <laughs> back right but uh but the same thing happens with flipstarter so the ones that are successful often have just what amounts to a good business plan, right? And so I've had a lot of people come to me with a, with some kind of flip starter plan. And I'm like, okay, just you know, read read the guide for a good business plan. <laughs> you haven't done 80% of the stuff that you have to do for a good business plan. Why would somebody believe this plan is going to work? And so, yeah, it, it's very similar. And I, I don't know, we've just kind of slowly been stepping up that game where the expectations are getting higher and higher. And we have a sense of, you know, like back uh, several years ago, probably we would have done some kind of, you know, whale tank and some kind of adoption, local adoption thing. And they would present a local adoption idea and you'd be like, I don't know, maybe it will work, maybe not. But after several years of seeing what works and doesn't work, you know, the game is higher now. It's like, no, that's not going to work. 
You just know yeah. immediately that's not going to work. <laughs> or, you know, oh, you actually have a whole gang of people and a whole like really dedicated people who have a history of of being, you know, like you said, maximalists, a positive, ma- constructive maximalist. Okay, maybe you have a chance. Yeah. But one guy doing like trying to onboard a city is like, no, it's not going to work. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. The game is getting stronger. So. But, I, but I, like, I like that a lot about like Flipstarter, like the tech has has changed a little bit. There's been some improving of the wallets and some, uh, you know, making it slightly easier to donate and stuff like that. But the the tech is not radically different from where it was two or three years ago. But the community yeah. psychology is, and that's another thing that every other coin just doesn't even realize they're falling behind on. Like, yeah, I know. That kind of thing takes yeah. a while to just cook in the consciousness of the community and there's no way to speed it up like you're gonna make mistakes and the bch community did we threw away like a lot of money a lot of bch on projects that didn't work or didn't have enough value or was the wrong people to allocate the capital to or whatever right yeah that's that process is slowly getting better and better the bar is going up for the amount of proof of work uh, that you've got to be able to show to get get funded and people are getting savvier about you know when and where do we hand out hand out the money and yeah maybe we could accelerate that with some kind of public yeah that's true that's true like if i look at uh what some people have proposed as bips you know the bips on on btc and you look at it and you're just like oh man that's amateur hour what are you guys doing or if you look at uh yeah, like I've seen some open source projects and they're like, yeah, we're going to do this thing and we're going to, we're going to, well, we, we haven't figured out how to do consensus yet, you know, how to come to a, how to come to consensus on things, but we'll figure that out later. And it's like, ah, no, you're not, <laughs> no, you're not going to figure that out later. That's, that's something that's very hard to do. So yeah, you're right. The psychology and the, the kind of collective knowledge that we have is something that, uh, it doesn't exist in other places. Not not in the same form, not in the same context. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that will that will learn and improve. Like I'm not to say we haven't made mistakes. Like the CoinFlex incident was a, a classic example of like, okay, we fucked up. We but it's it's like you've got to be a survivor, right? You know, now none of that's really relevant. And that those coins are still floating out there somewhere, you know, slowly distributing their way back into the rest of the market as whatever scam has ended up with the, <laughs> the bag, yeah. you know do so but the more important lesson was that the community is not going to get themselves rugged in that that same way again you know at the very least somebody will do a fucking five of nine multi-sig you know so um hopefully you know (laughs) uh or whatever it is my point you know my point is yeah these these things take take time for for people to learn but maybe the community is is at a point where we can start doing some of these um whale tank and with like shadow wizards, because that's that's where it needs that's the that's the tie-in too, right? Shadow wizards is the is the product and tech dev part of this. And I haven't had enough time and, and energy to get that going much more than it has been. I've got a couple of people that are maybe in the wings to sort of collaborate on it a bit. But uh, once you have you know Shark Tank, then somebody comes on that a whale tank and they pitch an idea, and we're like, this is good. But it's not quite there. You know what? Come on, th- come come talk to these guys. We've got ten junior devs 
that need an initial project to get started. Right. Like a right. couple senior mentors and you know. Right. That's the that's whatever. the part I'm thinking of. Yeah, is how to make that work without a I mean, you don't want to think too far ahead, right? Because that's always dangerous. But uh yeah. you, you don't wanna you don't want to end up with a big uh repeat of you know BTC foundation or whatever. Uh you know, yeah, where yeah. it just ends up being this massive grift. Like you don't wanna you don't want to end up like that. But yeah, somehow I'm I'm sure we can make it work. Yeah, there's gotta be some way like you could even do it that we do this because we do like whale tank let's say we do that it's just a sub entity of the the bitcoin cash you know podcast we just do it as a stream it's called whale tank i wouldn't make it an episode of the podcast but maybe we do it anyway same as shadow wizards we just do it under the same distribution channels we do that and then we have a list which i just put on the website which is like okay if your idea didn't work here's contact details maybe people can get in touch with me and we just have yet two or three senior engineer or product reps or whatever and they each have two or three people who are just keen and enthusiastic and want to learn and they're little siloed you know hacker teams and if you come to us if your idea is half decent we'll link you up with one of them or you can link yourselves up like they the the senior the senior devs can just watch that maybe maybe this is what we should do you know i'll i'll run blue team somebody can run red team and orange team and you know black team whatever we have five teams of people who are known deliverers in the community that can keep an eye on a project they don't need to run the whole thing but they got to be keeping an eye on it and keeping it on track and then people can come and pitch us and you you get in that way it's 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 a lot of work i mean people people pay really good money to do that type of work so uh that actually might make sense as a kind of commons, right? As a commons uh, uh, consulting entry point. I'm not sure what to call it, but yeah, yeah. Somebody to, to kind of mentor uh, people or, or put people together or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah. There's also, there's also a significant amount of, um, in my experience, uh, people who have an idea, they want to do things. But there's something about BCH or crypto in general. I'm not sure what it is. People don't work together. They just don't. They just have a really hard time working together, whether it's because they don't want to or they just struggle to. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, I'm not sure. That 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 alone may be the hardest <laughs> challenge is getting people to work together. I think a lot of that is just because people don't talk face-to-face too. Yeah, agreed. If you could put... A dozen of the people that are arguing in like the free for all group right now into one room. I think in like two hours it'd be done. People would be just fine with each other. Like <laughs> exactly. Well, no, I don't. I don't mean free for all. I mean I, I stay out of those. <laughs> no, I mean well, that's the extreme of it, right? But I think all of the yeah, people guess. not being able to work together and communicate properly can be solved just by putting them in a room and saying you're stuck here until it's resolved. No, that's not what I mean. Uh, what I mean no, is I people no, no, don't, no, no, no. don't like to work together. Yeah. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're saying, but I, I disagree. Like, kind of for the same reason, which is that you just got to raise the proof of work bar just a little bit higher because there's two groups of people. There's a group. There's a group of people that is genuinely enthusiastic and keen and just doesn't know how to get started or doesn't yeah, know yeah, yeah. the next step or they've got one critical flaw in their thinking or whatever. What that person needs is whale tank. They need a mentor to say, okay. 
you're coming to this show and because in coming to the show you're that's another brilliant thing about the whole concept is when you show up to pitch at shark tank you get that the the sharks they're sitting in that seat because they're rich and they've made a lot of money and they know what the fuck they're doing like every once in a while they have like one guy per episode who tries to argue with the sharks you know to mix it up right just kids. every every time <laughs> like yeah it's like they get demolished because it's like okay you're gonna make some points they're crap points so we'll destroy those points and then just destroy the fact that you even came on here to try and tell us how to do our job when you're the one in here needing our help like just fuck off right so uh in somebody coming on the whale tank they would already be a little bit more in that mindset right and then the yeah, rest maybe, of the people maybe. who can't work with anyone is just that they, you know, a contrarian personality type, or they're not that serious, or they're looking for a quick grift, or whatever it is. Like that guy who came in the chat a while ago and was asking, like, "Can you fund my Russian dance song or whatever it was?" And so, and cheap landing was like, "Who are you, dude? You like we have no context on this." And then he got really offended, like. I've done three songs that I did one for Dash and I blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but we haven't heard about this until 30 seconds ago. Like you got to understand you're starting on the bottom rung here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then he just pissed off, right? If he, if he listened to what was being said, he, he actually could have eventually, I'm sure got his song like funded, but uh, he, he didn't want to listen. Right. So if you just raise that bar a little bit, it just clears out all the riffraff and we just need a filter that is letting through the good actors. That's why something yeah, like Whale Tank, I think I think would do that. And then once you have a little bit of momentum, you have plenty of people who are wanting to be like, hey, I would love to learn some coding. I would love, like, we get uh, right. some of those NFT artists or whatever in there. I mean, I'm liking this idea more and more, just some kind of, you know, we can do Whale Tank, we just find five Five projects in the scene: GP, BCH Guru, Bitcoin Cash Podcast, um, two others. You know, Bitcoin Cash Node, one other one. Just as long as there's a bit of a spread of, of, of sort of types, because then naturally people's ideas pitched and it's it often comes out like, all right, well, it seems like this is the guy you got to be talking to because that's in that same that same niche. And then we'll each incubate one. Uh, one little project and then check in in three months or six months and see how we did. It would work also not just for businesses, but for commons type projects too. Yeah. Or be like, yeah, sure. That's a good idea. I'll never fly until you've done this and this and this. And then you might have a chance with a flip starter or something. like that. Well, as that says video music song competition, probably not. I don't think we're going to produce five music videos out of this, but if somebody does come and pitch a music video, I'm happy for that to be my team's <laughs> contribution to be what I'm, what I'm uh, mentoring on. You know, I can, I can see, maybe we need to start a little smaller. Maybe it needs to be the podcast GP and one other, one other team. Yeah. Always, always start small and see what works. See how it goes. All right. Well, we can't start that, uh, right now but maybe that's something i'll i'll bump up my priority list to um to look into what about i also wanted to ask you about this whole native wallet stuff oh yeah Yeah, that's what we were going to talk about you've been pushing that on on twitter spaces so for people who are listening to the podcast who may have essentially no context about this give your current formulation of how you're explaining it and then i'll jump in yeah sure so um 
the, the basic idea is that if you look around, um, like there's a bit of a tech level to the discussion, but then there's also just a high level, what it means uh, in economic terms and practical terms. So uh, at the technical level, there's a, there's a like Ethereum and BCH, you know, let's just say Ethereum and Bitcoin and then some variants of those. And uh, the way they work and the way wallets work and the way you interact with apps and so forth is deeply insecure. The way they all work today is deeply insecure. It doesn't work. Like if you try to expand that to a global economy, what will happen at the high level is you're going to become custodial. It, it's going to switch to custodial because like you said earlier, things have to work. <laughs> and in the first place, things have to work. And if you start to to go on and grow in the number of users and the type of users, like, you know, just average person, random people, uh, you can't expect them to be tech experts or to figure out complicated things. And the only way that works with the type of infrastructure that we have today and wallet kind of uh, overall picture is you end up doing things custodial. Because as soon as you get beyond uh, send and receive, uh, which we want to get far beyond that, right? We want to have recurring payments and savings accounts and retirement accounts and trusts and uh, uh, some kind of, uh, all, kinds of different, all these different kind of contracts. Yeah, securities, uh, companies, loans. You want all these things uh, to be going on in smart contracts. Um, but as soon as you get into that kind of, beyond just send and receive this whole world of other things that you can do with a p2p electronic cash uh you become insecure and difficult everything becomes insecure and difficult and and fiddly and uh that's not a, a condemnation of like what people have done so far you know like selima has done amazing work and electron cash is great and all of these wallets are great but just we've never crossed this boundary of the wallet needs to know what the fuck is going on beyond just send and receive. It needs to actually understand the network at a, at a deeper level. And so, because once you do that, once the wallet is able to understand things at a deeper level, then all of the, the security and the privacy and the identity and all that stuff becomes on the user's side. All that stuff suddenly becomes inside uh, the user's line of defense, kind of the user's red line. And once they're in control, of course, that's better for security and privacy, but average user doesn't give a shit about that in, in the common, in, in most cases. But what it does, it also makes things easier. Now, once you're in that position, uh, you can interact with any kind of app you want with, uh, you know, whether it's on a website or whether it's on just some fucking random IPFS node. You don't know who the guy is, but it doesn't fucking matter because your wallet knows what it's doing and it's not going to let you enter into dangerous contracts and so forth, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, uh, it, it at a technological level, it's just something that nobody in the world has built yet. These native wallets that know how to do everything that the chain knows how to do and uh, keeps all of that information on the user's side. And then at the high level, uh, having wallets like that is what, what I think is going to make uh, the kind of app explosion we were talking about, it's going to make that possible because until it's easy for users and easy for app developers to build apps, that, that kind of explosion is, is really, really dampened because it's just too expensive and you need too much expertise to build apps. Yeah. So that's the, that's kind of my formulation right now. 
Yeah, so I've been I've listened to you explain this, and this it's getting better every time I hear it. Uh, you know, which is it's I still think, not very good, yeah. but yeah, it's still it's still not quite you know down to the zingers, but it's it's chipping away at that block. This is a very complicated uh, idea, and even for someone like me with a lot of context going in, I was still quite confused about uh, what you what you sort of meant, uh, and so when you say that a wallet that understands the whole network see what i was struggling with was well isn't that what the nodes are like the nodes the node software yeah, that's, that's not, already it's not a good way to say it yeah yeah they yeah. they already understand all the bitcoin script and everything like that like that that is what it but, is. but actually not the uh the the wallet like a node wallet doesn't understand much more than send and receive it actually doesn't it's pretty dumb also just well, like have to be able to validate transactions whether they're valid or not the scripts any kind of scripts it has to know right yeah that's right it validates them but uh the node does that yeah no saying that it needs to understand the whole network is the wrong thing to say that's definitely the wrong angle to come at it from what it is is the wallet needs to understand the transactions that you make the wallet needs to be able to uh understand every transaction that you make in no case, you know, in, in this future, nice future that I'm talking about, in no case does your wallet receive just this blob of data from an app and be like, well, I don't really know what this is, but I guess we trust these guys. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to sign this transaction? Like, do you agree to this transaction? That doesn't work, right? That completely is going to fall apart when we get to, when you get to scale. Because uh, in custodial apps, you can do that. You can trust the app because if things don't work out, you know, you complain and they reverse the transaction, <laughs> whatever, you know, but you can't reverse transactions in, in, in Bitcoin Cash. So, yeah, we, we have to step up our game and make sure that, that uh, our wallet is on our team and our wallet knows everything that we're doing in our transactions and is able to understand every transaction that we make. So Fristy Bomb says in the chat, like a BCMR standard to understand smart contracts on the wallet side, which is the exact same thing I said to you. Is it like a BCMR standard uh, for what? Because what what I came to understand it as is what you're talking about is transaction metadata. So that you already have the the trans. I know you do. Okay, all right. Maybe that's not what you what no. you what you're saying, but. Yeah, no. Like so so walk us through, right? So right now the classic case is uh MetaMask, right? You go on ETH, you're interacting with Uniswap and it pops up a thing which says do you want to let Uniswap fuck around with your balance of this and like some cryptographic gibberish and right. you kind of go yeah, I don't have enough money in here to that I I lose it all I care. Sounds good to me. Some people do have enough money that they care and then they get rugged and lose all their money, woe betide them, right? So that's the that's the current standard. Explain to me, like right. walk me through what what we're going to do that's better than that. So the the one example of it, and I know that you guys are looking at a different way to do it with like uh, plugins uh, for for contracts or certain types of transactions so that's that's fine that's another way to do it but i'll walk through the way that we mostly think of it uh the the version that, that we think of usually and that's with templates so the bcmr that you guys were talking about would be great for 
like storing and communicating templates, uh, transaction templates. Uh, but that's just for, you know, communicating them. The key part is that when you're going to enter in any hedge contract or when you're going to make a pledge to a Flipstarter, uh, Flipstarter, uh, campaign. And, and for example, with a Flipstarter campaign, it's not a smart contract. It's just a transaction. So these aren't necessarily well, hang on, hang on a contracts. Right, right, right. So let's just, let's just, yeah, yeah. uh, boil this down and not get too lost in the details here. So taking one specific example, so the Flipstarter example, I'm going to yeah. contribute to a Flipstarter. Like you said, yeah. it's not a smart contract, but maybe it is a, it's a, what do we call it? Smart transactions, right? It's a, it's, it's not like a, a smart contract. I know, I know you might say that it's just a regular transaction. Maybe technically it is, but when you say yeah. the words regular transaction, everyone, even in BCH is going to hear, I send money, you get money back, right? If we're yeah. talking something more complicated than sending and receiving, that feels like a smart contract. Fair enough. Even if, yeah, yeah, even, yeah. even if it's a technically just a transaction, right? So, Fair so we're making a smart transaction, right? Uh, to contribute funds to this flip starter. So would it be something like I'm going to, I've got my Celine wallet out. Uh, somebody's pitching a flip starter. They have a QR code. I scan the QR code and my wallet says to me, this is so-and-so's flip starter for this amount of money. You will contribute 0.1 BCH. If they uh, don't deliver, you can get your money back in 60 days and the funds are going to hear you know uh to verify that you know verify this information with their twitter feed or whatever the fuck uh to make sure it's legit then click okay to proceed is that it yeah that that's that's the that's how it would feel when you did it or that would be the default kind of lowest lowest level basic thing that a wallet would do for you is that and the wallet could make it nicer than that if it wanted to but yes at the lowest level your wallet needs to have an idea a, a very clear idea of what it is that it's doing and what what someone is asking you to do or what you're trying to actually participate in and when it presents you that that's what we're talking about with the template the template gives you the context for a transaction so it, all those things that you said, you know, how much are you sending? Who is it to? Where does it go? Uh, how long? Whatever. All these details that are relevant would be part of this template that has all this human understandable uh, explanations and context to it. So when you get that transaction, you know, you look at the app and it says, oh, this is a Flipstarter transaction. But when you look at it on your phone, it says, you're going to send money to this address. And you're like, wait, no, no, no I'm not going to wait. What do you? <laughs> what is this nonsense? No, that's not what I want to do, right? Because somebody could hack a, a flip starter, not hack, but just like publish a flip starter that does some bullshit. And all it does is like, oh, do you want to pledge? And you're like, yes, I want to pledge. And it's like, okay, do this transaction. And you just literally send them money, <laughs> right? But uh, that's what happens if the wallet isn't on your side and the wallet doesn't understand what's going on. Yes. So the template provides all that context and gives it to you in a human readable form where you can understand what's going on and decide what to do. And then by doing these templates, the template becomes the things that you trust. So you're like, you know, if Celine wallet, if, if it was doing this template thing, it would be like, you know, yeah, we, we trust the any hedge template version 1.3. We trust the any hedge, uh, contract version 2.1 whatever it has these templates that it trusts and the users don't need to worry about those they're already baked in and 
you know, it just shows it to them. But then you can also get templates from some other site that you've never been to. And then you can check it out and be like, well, I don't know about this new shit. I don't, not going to trust that. Or you can be an expert user and accept it or whatever it is. Right. So that's, that's what, that's, I think that's what, uh, Christy Bomb and I are getting at with the, with the BCMR standard stuff. So when you're talking about a template, what you're talking about is, is a kind of a use case. So, because I, what I think of in my mind is like, you know, when you're a kid and you do, you fill out those worksheets at school, yeah. with like a story. And it's like, Jack went to the supermarket and felt yeah. blank. And then the blank, it, you have to fill in an adjective and you put in exactly. happy or sad or whatever. Right. So I'm thinking of it like that. And there's one of those for Flipstarter and you're going to contribute to a Flipstarter. The address is blank. Yes. And then that's that human readable text you can show to the user and slot in the relevant values exactly so that they understand what's going on and then obviously the wallet has to have a list of those worksheets those templates and when it sees a transaction it checks over it and goes oh this matches the the scaffolding of one of these worksheets bam this is the one that i got to show the user and this is where i pull the info to put into that explanation that's it right yeah yeah that's one way to do it um even more directly the template is literally just like a little container of like it's a really primitive data container that has like all this text and fields and stuff that you fill in and so uh you could do like an nfc right you don't have to go look it up on bcmr you could go look it up on bcmr that's one way to communicate it but you can literally you're getting lost on this like, BCMR. Like, forget about the BCMR bit for a second. Yeah, yeah. So, what what I'm talking about? So, when I was said about the, the worksheets, Celine Wallet has five of those worksheets written yeah. into its code somewhere, so it knows them. Flipstarter, Any Hedge, uh, Cash Tokens, NFT Drop, whatever. And when it sees one of those, and the last one is unknown. And so, when it gets it, yeah. scans a QR code that fits one of the first four legit things. It shows you this is the legit info. Here's what it is. And when it scans the fifth one, it says, warning, big red letters. Not really too sure what this is. I don't know what this is. You, if yeah. you, you like, you know, type type your full uh, address in here, you know, slowly and painfully if you want to accept this because you may or may not be sending off your money never to be seen again. Like, be very fucking careful. Uh, well, yeah, no, really what it would be is you, you wouldn't be looking it up really. They would send you a template. They would send you an unknown template and then the wallet would be like, I don't know what the hell this template is. I mean, I can show it to you and this is what it says, but I don't know what this is. You have to trust them because they gave it to me. And so they give you a template and the template has all this human readable stuff to it that you can read and you can check. But uh, at that point, you're trusting the app. So if you trust the app, how they, then how you can look at the template and mix. That's why I don't understand. It's what I was saying. The template is sending you a transaction. No, 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 no. The, the transaction is, uh, is uh, you, you, you take the template, it's just a really simple piece of data. And, and you take that template and it has the explanations of things, which you may already have. And so you don't need to communicate it. You may have it or you may not. And they send it to you and you're like, oh, okay, here's the template. And it has just simple stuff like the explanation of what it is, the fields that it get filled in, like you said, and that's it. And then from that, you can just construct a transaction very easily. So the, the transaction gets gets extracted out of all this data and you just construct it yourself. And so that's why you don't have to trust this blob of stuff coming over 
because you constructed the transaction yourself. You know exactly what's in there. You're not trusting anybody. All right. Now I feel like I'm more confused. So the the template is is carrying the human readable pop-up strings for the error page or for the info page, or yeah. it's carrying the actual Bitcoin transaction with a gap left for fill in your public, you know, fill in your SIGs here and we can send it or both. 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 Okay. So it's sending yeah. you, but the point is that the wallet has to be able to look at the Bitcoin transaction that you've been given and the supposed explanation and make sure those two check out, right? Because like No, they don't give you a transaction. Yeah. They give you the template. That's all they ever give you. And you construct the transaction yourself. That's the that's what I meant about the bright red line. You don't ever want somebody else to be constructing a transaction for you. That's very dangerous. And it's also very expensive to do that. That's part of the the high expense of having uh, all the bespoke apps that we're forced to make today. Because we can't just have this thing where I'm like, hey, here's all the blanks to fill in, fill them in. Okay. So they don't send you a transaction. That's very important. That's a that's a really key point. They don't make a transaction and send it to you. They send you a template that's been filled in or partially filled in, and you fill in other parts, and you construct the transaction yourself. All right. All right. I've got, okay. I think I've got it. Let's let's try it. It's like this. Okay. So instead, what you're saying is this word template is just confusing the hell out of me. It needs to be something. Else. Uh -huh. It's like a, it's like a recipe. So what what happens is i know how to make a bake a cake and you know how to bake a cake and yeah. you and there's five types of cakes there's chocolate vanilla you know strawberry whatever different kinds of icing so you send me a message saying hi i'm emergent reasons i want to make a cake with you and I, and let's do cake vanilla. version 3.9 yes and we're going to do vanilla <laughs> then i say I've got the cake recipe right here and there's just a small section at the bottom which says if vanilla we're doing this one if chocolate we're doing this kind of icing if strawberry we're doing this other kind of icing but I'm like yep I've heard about cakes before I know what cake making is I know that that's not a disaster and I know that if I'm getting somebody to agree to this we're baking a cake look here's the recipe here's how it all works and they wanted vanilla this time but maybe next time they want chocolate but right now they want vanilla how's that sound and then you say I, I agree. Like whoever's in my house is like, yep, let's have you know vanilla cake tonight. Then I can bake up the whole recipe myself because you and I previously had agreed on how we make a cake. Yes. So you don't need to send yes. me the recipe. You're just saying, yes. let's make a cake and make it vanilla. And then I check right. my recipe book, which matches up to your recipe book. And then I make the cake and then I can send you back the cake. And it's as if you had made it yourself because we've got the same recipe that we'd pre pre agreed on. Yes, yes, we would be able to make the same thing exactly ourselves. Okay, that's yeah. it. So if you think like on a uh like a multi-sig, anybody who's ever done a multi-sig transaction where you know you have multiple people who have to sign for a transaction, um for example, that would start out with we all talk and we're like, "Hey, I'm going to we're going to send uh 2 BCH to that address." And you're like, "Okay, I'm going to start this off." So you take the template and it's got, okay, two BCH to this address, you know, or these 10 addresses, whatever. And uh, here's my signature, but it's still missing, you know, it's like a two out of three. So I, I still need another signature, but I don't care who of you it is. 
So I send that template off to both of you and I'm like, hey, do you guys agree with me? And if either way, one of you is like, you yes, I agree with you. And they, they fill it in. You're going to have to <laughs> get this word template out of here every time that's confusing. Because now in my analogy, you've now said that you're sending the recipe as well as sending the, the request. Well, well you are. In, in reality, you are. But if you already have it, you don't have to to send it. We can just communicate about it by hash. But yeah, no, no, it's important to, to be precise here. So the template has uh, the full details of how this transaction gets constructed. And it has the details of how it's constructed and the little pieces that need to be filled in and the explanations yeah. about them. And I send uh, those to you. Well. Yeah, and I send that to you and you fill in your part and then you send it to somebody else and they fill in their part. So for example, you could construct a, uh, maybe with some work, you could construct a cash fusion transact. No, it probably wouldn't work. Anyway, like with a flip starter, you, you can do this, right? I fill it in and I send my transaction. I send my template to you and you're like, okay, thanks. Now I'm going to do my part. So yeah, it, it's really like you said, like those workbook where you fill in the blanks and you just send yes. that to somebody else and then they send it to somebody else. Yeah. But that's why I asked you, did they are they sending the the actual the sort of the scaffold and the specific words that they want to put into what slot, maybe leaving some slots for you. And then so that's like, are they sending you the Bitcoin transaction as well as the metadata? And then you said no, they're not sending the Bitcoin It's not a transaction, it's a template. But the template just, has hang on all a, this stuff. This yeah. is why I'm confused because then you just gave a multi-sig example where you said they just send you the transaction, fill in the SIGs. That's what I don't okay. get. Are it's they an incomplete transaction, we could say. It's an incomplete transaction. We yeah. could call it that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they so they're sending yeah. you an incomplete transaction. That's fine. Yeah, to say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the confusion. But but the, the key point is that nobody else constructs the whole thing. And then just sends you a blob and you have to agree and to it or, or reject it. Yeah. You got to know what's going on with this thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yes. Okay. So yeah. You're sending a transaction effectively also. Yeah. So you're sending an incomplete unsigned transaction plus some metadata kind of explaining what's going on, or at least this is this type of transaction, check it against your own records and you'll see that what I'm saying checks out. And you'll know where to look for, okay, this is the guy who's getting the money. Yeah. How much? And once we have standardized identities, you know, like say, this is this is my, uh, like you wouldn't know this as a user, but your wallet knows your identity. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm this guy. I want to use this identity. I want to use my emergent reasons identity. And I say, yeah, that's the one I want to use. And then I send it over to you. And what that actually means is I sent you a public key or something like that. But I don't know that. The user doesn't know that. And he gets to the other side and they're like, what's this public key? Let me look it up. Oh, that's emergent reasons. Yeah, I know who that is. They can independently confirm identities and stuff like that from the from the slotted data that you get. So this is why I think the whole word template is confusing the hell out of me and why I think you should try and rebrand that. Because when you said, like with the workbook example, what I'm trying to mm -hmm. figure out is, are you sending me the blank worksheet or are you sending me what you said is you're sending me the the blank worksheet with maybe the first three gaps filled out and telling me to yeah. fill out the next two and then probably somebody yeah. else is going to fill out the that, last that's two. the way so we do that's, it as a that's it yeah we do it as a thing okay and then obviously in uh once once we've got this system going of you start the worksheet then i fill out my fields then 
uh, Jet fills out his and then boom, we've completed the worksheet as a team effort. Once we've got that going That's and it. once we realize this is the second time we're doing this same worksheet just with different words in the blanks, then now we can just say, okay, well, let's call this worksheet the the flip starter worksheet. And once everybody knows exactly. what the flip starter worksheet is, then you just need to say flip starter worksheet. First word is happy. Second word is angry. Yes, third word is exactly. dinosaur. And then I go, oh, okay, all right. And then I add in my fourth and fifth words and then I send it to the last person and then they uh, put in their last two words and they and boom, there we go. Yeah, that's it exactly. So then with the BCMRs, what what we what I was getting at with that, it's like cracking itself like, how are we back onto this? We're going a fucking circle. The 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 that was that <laughs> was that then I need to get I'm a, you know a teacher they need to get their worksheets from somewhere right you know coming up with all this crap on your own so in then it's like then you go to the library and the library says look we've got a book with the top five worksheets and they're all right here we've pre-vetted them those ones are good so now if I'm a teacher yeah. I don't have to check all these freaking exactly. worksheets myself the library has already vetted that for me and if I don't yeah. like that or I need some different templates I can go to a dodgier, a dodgier library or a library or in another language, in which case, if you're the student who's filling out the worksheet, the end user, then you either need to trust the teacher, which in this case is like your wallet software, like Celine or whatever, or you need to trust the library, in which case the teacher tells you, I got these from the dodgy library, but, uh, you know, that's, you're kind of in the gray area here, but if you really want to... <laughs> yeah, yeah do the worksheets from the year level that you're not ready for or the subject that I don't know about. So I don't know what the know right words. words, then go for your life, but it's your own, your own cash on the line. So. Yes. 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 Okay. And, and you don't have to go to a library to get it right. The app can just give it straight to you. If the app wants to, it can just give you the template directly. But yeah, yeah, BCMR would be an obvious place to keep, like you said, like a library of them and say, hey, these are the ones that General Protocols publishes ourselves. And other people could aggregate those as, yeah, these are trustworthy. You can include these in your in your library or or however it goes. But also, like I was saying, like you can do this stuff without any of this shit. Like you could do it all offline too. Like, uh, you know, just do it like an NFC tap. And my uh, my point of sale system sends you a template, and your wallet's like, "Oh yeah, I know how to do point of sale deals with uh, you know rewards tokens. Point of sale with rewards tokens template, and it just sends it to you in by NFC, and you get through." What do you think, Jet? Weigh in for me here. Like, does this template desperately need to be rebranded to worksheet? It does, right? No. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so, uh, language is that important if you can walk through an example, right? So you guys came to an agreement when there was, here's the flow, here's how it would look. That needs to come first. You can just you can call it whatever the hell you want it, but within the first like paragraph explanation, you need to have that example. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, yeah, what, I, think whatever a, I think that's a good one. The worksheets one because everybody understands that everybody had to do those. Stupid little worksheets as a free filament in school kid. The template naming comes from LibAuth. So that's that's what they're called in LibAuth. Templates and scenarios. Because it gets more complicated, right? Because you can have uh not just one tra smart transaction, but you can have an app that's like a family of smart transactions that all work together. 
And so you, you kind of have to understand how those fit together and so forth. So they, they, they are connected to each other. All right. So now we've got three worksheets and the first worksheet and the second worksheet. Well, it's more like a choose your own adventure at this point. It's like, if you ever did the old choose your own adventure books where it's like, Oh, you want an adventure transaction. You got to go to that page. You don't have to go to that worksheet and fill that one out. But if you're going to do it this way, you got to go to that worksheet and fill that one out. Choose your own adventure worksheets. Or if you want to do this, you got to fill out both of these worksheets. <laughs> yeah. But the, right. the whole point of it is that, and the assertion is, it's not proven, right? Because nobody's done it before. But the assertion is that at a high level, by doing that, it's not just a technical kind of masturbation thing, because that would be dumb. The point is that by doing this, you standardize how apps and wallets communicate and how they talk to each other. And now when you're an app developer who doesn't have like 15 years of experience, all you got to do is fill in the template if you want to do a thing, right? It's not that difficult to fill in the well, template. As long as, as long as you've got the right templates, as long as you've got the, that's what yeah. I'm saying, you just go to the mainstream library and get the mainstream yeah. worksheets that 10,000 yeah. people have looked over and it's not a big deal. So then you're saying that exactly. as an app developer, well, as a wallet dev, you just need to make sure your app knows about the top 100 worksheets slash templates. And then as a app dev, you just need to know this is the one that I care about for my or the top two or three that are relevant to mine. And I just need to plug in the right parts of the sheet yeah. and send it off. And just that difference alone is a huge amount of development effort. The, the difference yeah. between filling in a couple of blanks in a worksheet and actually doing a full construction of a, of a transaction for both sides or all three sides of a transaction and being really confident that you didn't fuck it up and you're not going to be like off by one and you know blow everybody's money or lock them forever in a smart contract, that kind of thing. There's an absolutely massive gap between those two levels of uh, development expertise and time invested and everything. So yeah, yeah, well, this is this is what I think sure. will enable. Yeah, I think this is what will enable an explosion of apps where where it really lowers the bar on what's required to to make an app for Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, and then obviously you have the the egghead devs like coming up with the bloody you know templates and doing all this shit behind the scenes, and then you have the people who just come in at the fringes, and it's just all ready to go. Here's the cake recipe pick whether it's chocolate or vanilla and these other 20 people already are on the same cake recipe like yeah you're ready to go make it as easy as possible there's there's another really big one because uh like we were talking in the telegram um some of the stuff we're gonna do could be completely you know the most innocent just correct right thing to do and the traditional financial system will fight it tooth and nail right and so is going to force all kinds of, of of nasty things so if you think of it that way you want to be able to uh, make an any hedge contract or do a flip starter contract uh with you know if you go to generalprotocols.com okay now you can still trust the top level domain system and you know the the standard stuff but if you go off into the weeds and and you're like well you know, whatever site I was dealing with has been taken down. They're not, they, they were, they were raided and taken down, I, but I still want to make any hedge contracts. So you go off to some website that you don't know, or some IPFS address, and you have no idea where it is, but you find it. 
in the normal case, right? Like in the case of, of the way we do things today, you go to that address and you know you're going to be fucked if you do anything with those people at that address, right? Because you can't trust them. But with this, they say, okay, we're using this template. And you're like, yeah, we're using that template. Here's an any hedge proposal. And you're like, okay, looks good to me. And you're good. You don't need to have a huge amount of trust in, in uh, the top level domain system and existing infrastructure. All you got to do is have that template. Well, as long as you basically, you know, the trust is transferred onto your wallet instead of yes, the other. Exactly. Other Which side. is on your side, right? That's that red line. This is on my team. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I mean if, you, say if that, team... you say that, you say that, you say that, like, all I'm saying is from the end user point of view, you know, they're not uh, checking this lean open source code or whatever, but I guess yeah. it's easier for them to build trust that their yeah. wallet software is at least yeah. looking out for them because if it wasn't it would have already fucking rugged their money <laughs> um, yeah, exactly you know, like okay all right and it also right. gives you the ability to like look on chain you know somebody posts something on chain and your wallet's like oh i see some shit on chain i, I know how to look those up somebody made an any hedge proposal on chain or a flip starter proposal on chain and you go and look at it and you're like oh, okay yeah it's legit that's a that's an any hedge template all right. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't make a an unsent transaction like an an unfinished transaction on the blockchain. That has to be finished for it to get. Well, if, if you had like an on-chain market, right? Like the problem with uh, Uniswap oh, okay. and Tornado okay. and these things, right? Like to interact with it, you had to go to this app. And and you trusted the app not to fuck around. And so that lets you interact with the blockchain. But yeah, that meant you were trusting tornado.cash or you were trusting Uniswap. But to go to some other random site and be like, I guess I'll trust you to do the Uniswap thing, but I don't really know you. No, they're going to rug you, right? Unless you actually have this kind of uh, verified interaction going on. But but once you have this, you don't have to have that one top level website that you go to. You could go anywhere and interact with the blockchain. Okay, I'm following. I'm following. Okay, so I'm following all of that, and so let's let's uh, jump out of the theory for a second and give me an update on where where is this at in real terms, right? I saw the other day some posts from Jason Dreisner, who at some point yeah, will yeah. have uh, back on the show, but he was, uh, I to be honest, <laughs> as one of the most qualified people in the world to understand what he was talking about. I still didn't really understand exactly what he was talking about. And he was posting about what came down to like something along these lines is essentially cooking. And he was like, yeah. it'll be good to go maybe in 2025 is <laughs> basically what it right. came down to. Right. So all yeah. this stuff uh, has to bubble away under the surface for quite a long time before it even, in the same way that the opcodes and everything for any hedge. We're in the works in like 2018, 2019, right? And then that has slowly built up. And then then you had BCH bull. And at first it was closed alpha and then it was beta, but it still had, it was like really hard to use. And there wasn't any wallet integrations. And now there's a wallet integration and it's much easier to use. A lot of things have been slimmed down, right? This is like a multi much like that. process, right? Yeah, and so, that's right. And, and then but, there's... Uh, yeah yeah it, it's multi-year but it's multi-year um not because it's uh some impossible thing but it's just there's, there's a lot to it because like i said nobody has ever done it before nobody 
has done this kind of thing before, has made this kind of wallet, uh, native wallet before. And so there's a lot to think about, especially on UTXO. Because once you're on EVM and you know, you're just like, oh, I want to save some data, you just fucking throw it on the chain and you save some data on the chain, which is part of why it doesn't scale. But um, yeah, so so dealing with all those details and then also having your wallet remember things and so forth is uh, there's a lot to think about lot to develop and it all has to be rock solid right right but having said that you asked where we are today there's already there like if you look at liboth v2 uh for the developers out there there's it's already got the templates they're already there people are already using they're in the bid off ide so the, the templates are already there like the fully realized templates that can deal with multi-party anonymous setups and transaction construction and all this kind of crazy stuff like the full thing is not done yet that's what jason is working on he's been working on that for years but uh the the templates are there the scenarios are there the the stuff is already popping up and so for example uh jim hamill is proposing you know there's this wallet connect to thing where it's kind of like uh emulating the way uh the metamask flow right metamask work it's emulating metamask and so he's saying, okay, we can do that. But instead of just sending the blob over, why don't we use Wallet Connect 2 to send the template over if it's available? So then you could kind of start to work in the template idea into the into the way of doing transactions. So it wouldn't be perfect, but it would definitely be a step forward. And that's why we've been talking about it is just to make sure that, you know, we try to, everybody keeps trying to move move forward, even though we don't know exactly where we're going. we got to keep going okay all right so yeah obviously i can't ask you to speak too much on his behalf but so what you're saying is this stuff jason dreisner is talking about that's and and he's a he's a completionist right he's not gonna he's it's good he's he's good in that way he's not gonna say this is ready to go like when it's kind of a bit shaky still like he'll only be happy once every edge of the building has been sanded and finished off right uh before he moves on to the next thing so that's going to be a couple of years but we've we've got the enough of it together maybe even the bulk yes. of it the the 80 percent, the pareto 80 percent. yeah yeah the real core of it is there yeah okay so what are the next steps that we're likely to see your plan is now in the last couple of weeks maybe or maybe even slightly longer you've been coming out and getting this idea going in the public consciousness so what's the sort of roadmap for this idea roughly speaking over the next six to 12 months there's more chat with the devs like some of that's going on you make a bit more noise about it publicly what what is the way no it'll it'll uh user facing apps if well i mean the ideal thing is that all the wallops that are you know, the BCH wallets that I, you know what I mean when I say BCH wallets, like they're really serious about BCH. Yeah, yeah. like Selene, Zapit, Patreon, yeah. uh, Electron Cash. The idea would be that all of those wallets kind of commit to, uh, hey, we know we are looking for a better way. And whenever there's an opportunity to interact with an app, we'll try to do it in the best way that we know. You know what I mean? Like keep trying to push the bar up. I think that would be the ideal because this isn't something that GP is about, right? This is a, uh, it's a, basically a standard. Like it's not a standard today because nobody's done it really. But but it's obvious that some kind of standard or or harmonization uh, 
has to happen for it to make sense, right? So that would be great if, if everybody kind of picked it up and, and tried to, to find the right way forward, whether that's with LibAuth or some other way. I don't know uh, what the right way will be. But my main point with doing these talks was to make sure that we keep trying to move forward and don't be like, all right, we got, you know, we got the thing, we're done. We got MetaMask equivalents, we're good. Like if we got stuck on MetaMask equivalents, that will not scale to global level and we'll end up with custodial solutions. I'll I'll just predict that. I don't want that to happen. So right. Okay. So okay. So well, that's where even as a world dev uh, myself, I'm 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 at a bit I'm somewhat at a not, you know lost like a few question marks over my head in terms yeah, of yeah 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 I like this I plan, but I'm gonna need to see like here's a concrete proposal, start commenting on it kind of thing. Right, right. That was the the main part of your question is like what's what's next or what's coming. So I think that's gonna be on the app side, right? There's there's got to be um, probably at the first step there's gonna be an app and a wallet that chooses to interact with that app in a smart way, in an intelligent way, and will probably fuck it up. You know, whoever it is that does that will probably not do it perfectly, but it's going to be a step forward. So I think it's going to be that. It's going to be an app and wallet combo where, where there's some combo of an app and a wallet who are like, hey, let's do a smarter thing. Let's try this another way. Or let's do Wallet Connect with templates. You know, we're going to do an app that uses Wallet Connect and templates. So there's going to be some uh, paired collaboration of app and wallet. That's going to be the only way to take another step is is a combo. Okay. And you're going to actually drive that? Is this like BCH bull maybe or concept? If, if we do another app, we certainly will. Because the most compelling thing is something that you have to have it for it to work. Like it doesn't even work the the the, the way that we're doing things now. Um, so if we do another app, almost, yeah, certainly we'll, we'll be doing it that way. But if anybody else wants to, you know, take the leap and be like, well, I don't know what the fuck we're doing, but here we go. You know, if anybody else wants to do it, I would love to see it. And, and we could always talk about what that is. So any hedge you can't, isn't this going to be any hedge? The problem with any hedge is we did so much fucking work to make it convenient with this very slight you know, the, your, your browser holds the wallet key, that kind of thing. So it holds the money for a very short period of time, like one second while it builds the, the transaction, the contract. We worked so hard to do that, that there's a very, <laughs> there's a very small gain to be had there in that specific case. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll certainly do it eventually. But uh, yeah, probably if we did it, it would be with a new app. And then later we would backport to, uh, BCH bull. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We're still working on BCH bull right now. We're not in a place to to make a new app and do all this investment. So I'm just trying to make sure the awareness is out there. All right. Quick interlude. We've just had at uh, nearly two and a half hours past the starting time a uh, oh, shit. nice Twitter comment from Juan Galt saying, oh, fuck. Sorry, man. So I guess uh, sort of as I expected and I alluded to at the start, I didn't think it was a troll. I think legit totally forgot have family visiting out and about. My bad should have declined the Sunday show. Let's reschedule. Okay, well, I'm on board with that except for the let's reschedule kind of part. Maybe it'll be like, look, why don't you put up a 5 BCH bond? Something like that. You know? The other one is... Even like that. Even like a... 
200, 200 BCH sats, right? Like that kind of thing is, uh, it's like whether people can touch kryptonite or not, right? It's like, oh my God, these <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It might have to be some kind of, some kind of BCH on the line here to not waste our time a second time. Nice. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll think, I'll think about that. Uh, all right. I should take off too. It's, uh, it's been a while, but it was a good discussion and I appreciate you humoring the, uh, native BCH wallet discussion and, uh, helping make that more clear. No, no, that's been, that's been, that's been great. Do you have time for a quick message to the community or a quick meme of the week as well? It's a pretty banger meme of the week. Oh, what do you, what do you have? What do you have on the, the meme? meme of the week? Max Kaiser BCH is a terrorist project. Oh. Are you a terrorist? This was this week. Man, time flies. Yeah. That was an amazing. He just got owned so hard. For anybody who didn't see this, Max Kaiser, the classic laser eye hypocrite, uh, responded to Paolo Aga, who was saying, With 10 cents of Bitcoin, you just can't use it unless you go custodial. Then you don't own Bitcoin, not your keys, not your coins. And if it goes 20x, is a miracle. Only BCH is open to this kind of economics and has 2000x potential. And so Max replied, saying, BCH is a terrorist project. Are you a terrorist? And then the BCH community all jumped on this. About four or five people ratioed him and got like more likes than his original post, which is amazing because everybody has like sub 5K followers basically. And Max Kaiser has 500K. So even with 100X reach, he was still just getting absolutely lit up by the BCH community. He got demolished. So you know. many, so many times, and in multiple ways, right? It was like memes and text and everything. He just got demolished by every reply. So this is just the state of criticism of BCH has come down to these non sequitur ad hominems, and it's just so ironic because Max himself would say that you know Bitcoin when it started out, that was the bad guys, the narrative, the terrorists, and the drug dealers, and yada yada yada. And now he's just on the other side of the fence. He's the one pointing a finger and saying, you're the bad guys to the voluntary, peaceful project that isn't hurting anyone and just so insane. exposing him himself. Do, do you want to give a quick message to the community while you're here? Yeah, yeah, I, I would like to. Um, like I was saying before, uh, I everywhere I look in BCH, I see good people, smart people, uh, dedicated people, just... Uh, believe in in yourself you know like we've said it a million times but being a developer is not the only way to produce value right that would be a crazy world there's so many things that need to be done uh to hit you know global adoption that's an insanely far away thing that's going to require so many people and so many talents so yeah just believe in yourself develop your talents and uh, maybe consider finding other people to work with and uh, coming up with a an actual plan, like a real plan for for how to make a difference, uh, and, and and bounce it off of somebody and see if they give you feedback and you know have a little bit of a thick skin and be like, okay, this this is gonna suck at first, but let's let's try it and and see where we can go. But yeah, believe in yourself and just make something happen. There's there's no magic behind general protocols you know like jeremy has in his uh introduction there's no magic behind general protocols there's no magic behind bch podcast it's a uh, hard work and uh just sticking to it and making something happen so please do it all right brilliant so we've got our supporter appreciation then thank you to our donators 
Thank you to our patrons, Ricky and HP. Thank you to bchbull.com, our sponsor, General Protocols. Thank you to our Flipstarter uh, contributors, Bitcoin Jason. Check out Townsville and have a Bitcoin Cash holiday. Shadow of Harbinger, Molecular, Emergent Reasons, <laughs> live on the show. Heard again talk. And Majamalu Marcelo. Does anybody have any final shout outs and sign offs? Emergent Reasons, your first. Uh, worksheets. Yeah, love worksheets. Love that shit, Chet. <laughs> Anything from you? No. And for me, my shout out is uh, to to Marcelo and No I Almorezo Gratis, who uh, you know the Spanish Bitcoin Cash podcast. They had me on a couple of days ago, and the video is out now. So if you want to hear a bit more about me, they asked me some kind of different questions. Not uh, what we usually talk. We did talk about Bitcoin a little bit, and we talked about Paul Storrs, the debate. But they were also asking about how I, you know, became inspired about Bitcoin and uh, where I learned all this stuff about economics and psychology, stuff like that. Uh, you can go check it out. It is in Spanish, <laughs> so if you don't speak Spanish, you're going to struggle. I did try the YouTube auto translate. It's it's not really getting there. My Spanish is already pretty pretty garbled so uh google couldn't figure it out but if you're a spanish speaker and you like the podcast that's kind of a different insight into it and you might enjoy it so go check that out all right everybody can also take a look at the website um start guide epicues links and all that at www.bitcoincashpodcast.com thank you all for listening until next time so I started realizing that if you can just find strength just a little bit longer, you will have a crew of people following you along the way. And that is another thing that no one can ever teach you. Because you, you're going to have to learn that on your own. You're going to have to figure out how to pull that energy out of your mind on your own. There's, not, there's, there's no book you can read that all of a sudden I have it. I've got the technique now. I know how to do it. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, a grind that you have to start and finish on your own.